Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Season 249, Episode 2, Episode D of Der Daily Zeitgeist. See, that's that's a bunch of international flavor for you. A production of iHeartRadio. Yes, this is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Tuesday, August 9th. And you say, what day is that? What day day is that? Well, let me tell you, 8-9, well... Plus six is afraid of seven, seven, eight, nine, Damn. eight, nine. Takashi eight, nine is National Book Lovers Day, National Rice Pudding oh. Day, and National oh. Veep Day. And I don't know if that's the, oh. celebrating the show or nope. Okay, this is just one. This is just for all the vice presidents out there. Okay, fine. Fun fact: Gerald Ford, the one who was neither elected vice president nor president. Okay, interesting. Noted. Yeah, that's a fun fact for you. And I right. didn't know that. That's just I just read that shit because I'm not like our guest who we will get to in a moment. But first, mm. allow me mm. to reintroduce myself. My name is Miles, a.k.a. Oh. I may or may not have used cannabis. I'll never admit that I'm stoned. It's just the cold brew got me like this. Can't let Crofton drink it alone. 
Daniel used to mix like an angel. And when Becca guest hosts, we cheer. Anna keeps shows in order in her streaming corner. And when the show drifts off, Justin steers. Okay. Shout out wow. to that's a that's a many people right there. That was half the brew and also half wow. fighter of the nightman on Discord. Thank you so much for that wonderful AK. Now please Shout allow out. me to reintroduce my guest co-host. His name is DJ Dan. G to the to hood man. <clears throat> What's up? That is I. Thank you for having me once again. I'm happy to be here to uh to take care of the spot while Jack is out researching shorts or switch games or other flavors of Mountain Dew, whatever he likes to yeah. do. Yeah, do the do. The other thing is, have you heard the other version of why Six was afraid of Seven? Why? Because Seven was a registered Six offender. That's really terrible. What is it? What is that? A, terrible. Is that a Kiwi terrible. joke? Yes. Uh, yes. I feel like you'd have to be like a registered Six, six, six offender. offender. It's a registered six of him, man. Right, okay. Yes, hey. happy to be here on the show today. Oh, well, I welcome you. Uh, we'll have That's to... pleasure. I'm going to isolate that, and we'll have to ask Guy Montgomery what his assessment was of that accent. I'm sure it will be a fantastic, kind <laughs> review. But let's... Please never have Dan on the show again, I believe is the message he will, we will receive back no, from Guy No, from Guy? He's such a... <laughs> I love he's a stand-up guy. He would never say anything like that. All right. He is a stand-up guy. Quit taking up the stage because we got to bring another guy in here with a very similar name. You might know oh, him first from, I don't know, just being like the New Jersey God. Then second, you might know him no. from his time at Cracked. Maybe you know him from his podcast with Soren Bowie. Maybe, known as, oh. maybe it's known as, actually it is known as, quick question, with Soren and Daniel. Or maybe you know him from his book. Like I said, I'm not him because he knows a lot about presidents. I believe the Secret Service had to check up on him because he wrote a book called How to Fight Presidents. That caused a bit of a stir. Or maybe you heard of this other show last week tonight where he's a senior writer and he's collecting Emmys like I'm out here collecting empty blunt canisters, okay? Please welcome to the hey mic, yo. Mr. Daniel O'Brien. No relation! Hey, thank you so much. What a fantastic introduction. Yay. I'm, of course, here because Jack is afraid when he's not here, people will forget that he exists, so he yep. needs an O'Brien to yes, like, keep exactly. people remembering that he is a human being and right. works on this show. And we have yes. two Dans, but only yeah, one is the true blood relation. <laughs> right. <laughs> so despite and it's, the outward and it's not the one you think. similarities. Uh, what's new, man? You're you look like you're in a wonderful like the egg, Robin's egg blue wall paint behind you is fantastic. Where are you? Are you in a John Waters film? Yeah, I'm I am in a John Waters film. I'm uh, John Waters. Funnily enough, Waters adjacent. I'm in a, a beach town. I relocated to a beach town, uh, and I got like a furnished beach house and it's it's so delightful the house is like 150 years old and it's very oh, okay. much exactly what you expect to have like vacation jersey beach vibes for it it's like a bunch of board games it's wall-to-wall vhs tapes and oh. like a bunch of bizarre old highlights magazines and and weird beachy artwork it's perfect for if you are a family who is staying here for like a week or a weekend. And it's like, oh, isn't this kind of kitschy? Isn't this kind of cute? I've been right. here for seven months. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very strange. It's very fun. I just had like guests over it. yesterday and they were like, oh, or is this your uh, copy of 101 Dalmatians on VHS? I'm like, yes, yeah, of course it <laughs> yes. is. Like, Let's sit down and now. watch it. It's mint. Oh, well now, thanks for <laughs> fucking up the corners. They're creased because of you. Wow. Um, wait, so... 
What's the best VHS they got on the wall? Like one where you went, okay, you know what? You got me with this one. What really hit me nostalgically, and not because of the movie itself, but they have a copy of Peter Pan with the white label and the hand-drawn with a Sharpie Peter Pan. Like, this is you taped it off television (laughs) and have your own copy of it. And it's like, that's that's right. That's the past. And I love it. I miss it. And then you make a commercial, like you bought tape recordable by putting the piece of tape over it so you can actually record on it. You know, my OG VHS Pirate Snow. How to flip a commercial (laughs) tape into a recordable. Anyway, fantastic, fantastic. Daniel, how you living? Oh, you know, I'm uh it's it's a wonderful Tuesday. It's a wonderful Tuesday. You were just in Jersey. I was just in Jersey. We didn't talk about that. And it was lovely yesterday. Yeah. How you living? How how was it out there? It was great. I ate 39 inches of hoagie, which was really what I wanted to get done. South Jersey. South Jersey, South Jersey yeah. sounds like hoagie. hoagie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the the amount of hoagie was really the indicator. How there. much hoagie did you have? 39 no, it, was, it was it was a good time. Yeah, you know, just about, dude. It was great. It was a fun time. I have no complaints. Yeah. Uh, got some beach in, got some sun Wait, in. I'm sorry. I actually swam in the ocean. When you said you had 39, you you bought like a you bought you bought it in one go or you accumulated 39 inches over time. It it was it was accumulated 39 inches. It was a, it was a a 19 and a 20. What? Inch hoagie. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. What the fuck does that mean? You can are there, is there is there like a sp- like competing spots or like home of the 19 and they're like home of the 20 we get you that extra no inch. they were both they were both they were both supposed to be 20 inch hoagies but then one of them was a little bit shorter oh i i really thought oh. like like maybe a light lunch 19 inch hoagie. right right like not <laughs> yes, crazy yes no not too no not too wild. oh you want a 20 of that excuse me it's 3 30 no <laughs> yeah of dinner later come on now <laughs> oh so you have a 20 and wait when you said I like the way you called it out. Did you? Because I know you carry a tape measure with you. Is that what you yes. did? You just brought it out and you said, yes. hold on. I had to check. Yeah. I had to check because I've always been curious about who's short shifting me on my yeah. hoagies. And now we know that Kessel's Corner. Oh, whoa. Wow. Wow. Whoa. Naming names. Whoa. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I cannot be held. For, Shout out, Kessel. I'm not responsible for any damages from that statement. That will only be Daniel Goodman. Okay. Moving Thank on. Uh, Daniel, thanks so much for joining us. Daniel. Please mm. try and keep the hoagie slander to a minimum this episode, please. Uh, well, let's tell people what that we is. are going to discuss. The Senate passed the IRA, the Inflation Reduction Act. We talked about how it's good and a lot of and uh, not that good, too. You know, <laughs> you know how we do. But let's not lose sight of a miniature, minuscule, I almost said minuscule and miniature step forward because it is mm. that, although they they really did a they really did a number on us in terms of the uh, one Wall Street loophole that we're like, we close that. Uh, spoiler alert. They never will. Then we're going to oh. talk about how Bezos is basically going to own all of our shit with like their latest product purchase and what that means for the inside of your house. We'll talk about the culture wars that have always raged on at public libraries because it just seems to keep happening nonstop as we read more headlines. We're like, well, this town doesn't have a library anymore because everyone decided to say they're groomers because they want to teach people how to read. Then we'll check in with CPAC. Oh, man. What favorite? I mean, if you want to watch the the right word fascist slip into, or I don't know, the fascist slip, the just the slip into fascism. This was a really cool one. It had everything. It had like, you know, a, a true fascist state does, it, it always has to have someone crying inexplicably at something that most onlookers are like, that doesn't make me cry. That's, that wouldn't make anybody cry. But it's like so performative to be like, this is how down I am. So yikes uh, on a few different bikes. But we'll take a look at what happened there down there in Dallas. Uh, but first, Daniel, 
O'Brien, no relation, Mm. search history. What is it? What is something from there that reveals something about who you are? Can I fly a blimp? Here's here's how all this started. I was on a fishing boat a couple of days ago, and I saw a blimp on the boat. And uh, if you assume that fishing boats on like a Monday morning are full of older gentlemen, you'd be correct. If you Mm -hmm. assume older gentlemen are super into blimps, you'd be correct. If you assume older gentlemen love explaining very obvious things to other people, you'd be correct. It's a whole boat full of people going, blimp, 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 hey. Hey, did you see the blimp? Did everyone see the blimp? It's, it's been a long time. You never see blimps anymore. That, I was just going to say, you never see blimps anymore. When was the last time you saw a blimp? <laughs> long time. That's, uh, me too. Long time blimp. So we all, we all took turns saying blimp for like 45 minutes. And then it got me curious. So I went home and I Googled how many blimps are there, active blimps. Is this an mm-hmm. answer you know already? No. Yes. How many active blimps? Like yes. how many? How many like, blimps are in circulation? Right what does now. that mean? Like, does that mean like it's who can fly one? Like, how many are sky worthy, air worthy? I th- yeah, many yeah. In how many? How many? If we needed all of our blimps right now to mm-hmm. fend something off or to travel us, take us very slowly from one from point A to point B, uh, and we got all of them, how many do you think? Okay, that and is? I hate to keep asking because I love like yeah. trivia like this, but I, I always like to narrow it down. What what classifies as a blimp? Like, what's because in my mind, there's only Goodyear and MetLife. Uh, that's that's the correct size. There are some like yes. like zeppelins. I don't think are technically blimps, and like I'm not okay. putting hot air balloons in that. It's like like, like very large. Uh, yes, yes, that's the word. Yeah, that's okay. The word. We're, we're getting yeah. into dirigible town. I don't know. I'm gonna just say maybe there's like three per state, so about 150, less than 200. That's good math. Yeah, I like where you're coming yeah. from with that one. Like and I feel I, like every state's like there's like three dirigible guys, and they all know each other. Right. right. And I'm only interjecting here because this was something that I, too, was interested in a while ago. It was one of those things where it's like you see a blimp and you ask yourself this question. I think we had a very similar coming to like, let me look, let me look this thing up. And I did some similar math and I'm not going to. Uh, Daniel, please continue. But I just want to oh, say so you're that saying Miles, you already know I, the fucking answer, Daniel. I do know the answer. I'm sorry, to this question, but I'm just saying. I just wanted to I just wanted to say that this is also something that fascinated me. And Miles, I thought the exact same thing you did. So Daniel, please I like how you're also doing it like a guy who's trying to not say a wrong answer. But it's like yeah. and and look, I was also looking at this and Miles, you're going to love the answer. I'm not gonna, you're going to love yeah. it. I'm Miles, not going to let me tell you something. You're going to love it. Wrong and we're going to throw it back to Daniel. Daniel yeah. Yeah. Back to you. All right, DLB. The rough consensus is 25. 25. What? The whole world. The yes. whole world. Wait, that's the I whole know, world? That's it. that's it. All of them. Yeah. I thought we were all talking about it. I completely got, oh my, that just almost yeah, had a all panic attack. That's There's all we have. 25? And I, it put me, I, I'm i thrilled to announce exclusively here on this podcast that I, I, I have entered my blimp phase of my life because now I'm down <laughs> oh. a rabbit hole of it. Because now that there are so few, I was very curious, can I fly a blimp? That was yeah. my question. And Google assumed I meant, can I ride in a blimp? And, no, motherfucker. Which is not what I wanted. But that took me to the Goodyear blimp page for passenger information, where I learned that rides aboard the Goodyear blimp are by invitation only. Oh. So I went back to Google, and they said people often ask, how much does it cost to ride a blimp? There are no tickets to buy. All blimp rides are auctioned off for charity at a cost of $14,000 for two people, as told to us by a blimp pilot during our tour. If you wish to take a free tour of like a sitting blimp that's not in the air, you right. can call and find out about that. MetLife <laughs> does not permit rides in its blimps, and Goodyear only offers rides in its three blimps to auction winners. Wow. 
So wait, damn, and Goodyear has three of the 25. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. What a percentage. I know. That, I mean, that's what I was going to say. They're known for that. Yeah. That's like, and oh my are, God, I think most people don't even know they make tires. There's so few blimps in the world. There are so few blimp pilots out there. It takes a very mm. long time to learn how to do that. And it also, from the, a quick Wired article I was reading, it's very, there's no autopilot for it. Every blimp ride mm. is different. You have to get, every blimp is different. You have to get a feel for the, like they say, the personality of the blimp. And you also have to be able to, what? like, moment to moment, you're responding to air pockets and wind and weather and no takeoff and landing are the same. And it's just like these very skilled, very few people who are taking these expensive, difficult. And and, and the more I think about it, once in a lifetime blimp rides that I, I desperately want to be on. And I don't wow. think there is 100%. a clear path for me to be on a blimp. I don't like that. I don't like that there's no clear path for you. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Zeit Gang, if you know anything about about piloting an airship, a dirigible, mm-hmm. please contact us because we mm-hmm. have a young man here mm. who we don't know how, how much time he has left. I don't know, maybe 50 years, sure. 55 years. That'd be great. Left on this planet. That's what the doctors are giving you more or less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, life expectancy for a man in New Jersey. I don't know what that is, but that's it. And he would like to be on an airship. Can't you maybe, this sounds like this sort of like thing that happens in Japan, right? There's a lot of things that are dying out, like with generations, like certain ways of making things or harvesting things. And there's like a generation of younger people who don't want it to die. So like they're using like, you know, everything they can to just like try and preserve these like old methods of like making like soy sauce, for example. I feel like, where is that for our blimp pilots? Why aren't we like trying to preserve this? Yeah, I ju- it's just a thing that I don't think there's enough interest in. Like no one is, no Tesla is going to develop like sustainable blimps because I think yeah. it's just like me and a hundred other people on Google who want to ride blimps anymore. So they're just like, there's not enough interest. And you look at like, it's very expensive to, it's like a hundred thousand dollars per ride of blimp to just like, well, damn, to just fill it with helium. And when I learned these things, I'm like, yeah, we, we probably, uh, there's, there's no way mm. blimps are anything but terrible for the environment. And there's not enough Damn. interest to, to fix that problem. So it's just going to be one of those things like alarm clocks that dies in my lifetime. And right. most mm. people are going to be fine with it. And I will not be. Yeah. Damn. That is a damn shame. Yeah. You know, I foresee something in the Department of Drones replacing what blimps do for us. Yeah. But you can't you can't fly, you know, LED drones don't work during the daytime and nothing replaces that presence in the sky like a big round hot doggy shaped blimp. Yeah. just like cruising through the air, well, especially when there's an unsuspecting group of like non-combatants and they see that huge shadow come over their backyard party. Mm. Oh, wait, I'm talking yeah. about a Reaper drone. I think they're thinking <laughs> different things. Oh, yeah, that would God. be cool, too. That would <laughs> yeah. be cool as well. Dan, what's something you think is underrated? Oh, jeez. Uh, shout out to anyone on YouTube who makes how-to videos on fixing things or replacing things or like home repairs. There's, I'm specifically not trying to call oh, out, shout like, out. there are a lot of people who seem to do this professionally, like, like obviously cooking YouTube and cleaning YouTube. There are people who are like, this is their field now. Wait, what's but cleaning are, YouTube? Oh, there's a lot of like DIY cleaning, mm-hmm. cleaning How YouTube clean videos shit. out there. Yeah. It's like, because oh, I've, okay. I, oh, like a, like a like a PlayStation or like a laptop kind of thing. Not yeah, like this yeah, is how you clean yeah. the floor. Okay. Oh no. Oh mm-hmm. your your house too. And like like that certainly too. I feel like I've I spend my entire life cleaning my house, right. uh cleaning my apartment, <laughs> cleaning my room. But it wasn't until I was like thirty five that I was like, 
is there how do other people do this how what, mm, what, what yeah. is show me a video of this and there, there's like plenty of videos of like this is the fastest way to clean your bathroom this is the most efficient way to clean your bathroom these are tips for cleaning your oven tips for cleaning your you know whatever it is right but that is like cooking and recipe stuff has like turned into its own industry at this point i'm specifically obsessed with people who don't seem like they have any interest in being an on-camera talent but who just decided like i should make a video of how to clean this specific vacuum or repair this wow. specific air conditioning unit in case that's helpful to anyone and <laughs> right, it, they're like i know about this just you know yeah and it's really it's it's a pretty thankless task and i've i've come to rely on it so much in the last 6 or 7 months because i'm in again a very old house with mm -hmm. old appliances things go wrong and i've had to learn how to fix appliances and various house things and there are no manuals for anything and it's mm -hmm. just i'm just grateful that i can go on youtube and be like uh hey this really specific problem and there's there's always some gracious patient person who's right. like you know what i should i should make a video of how to repair a honeywell dual fan window ac unit from 1996 <laughs> in case that breaks and I'm like oh thank you sir god thank you. i needed this yeah it's like the thing with all of these units is this one part and you're like yeah. bless the internet he knows it. he knew it he knew exactly what to say yeah right? mm -hmm. yeah that's always like the time that i really feel the magic of the internet where you you've like completely given up that there's a way to solve it and you find that fucking like laser guided solution of a like a message board post or a yep. youtube how-to video and you're like i'm literally not alone with this thing <laughs> happened so many times when i was in denial about uh bricking xbox 360s but oh yeah that's what it oh, is my gosh we all got this look is, we all know, saw the, the ring of death you know what i mean we were we, like, yeah. we, we all saw it this is this is a rabbit hole that i've been going down a lot recently for just like separate you know uh, issues with applications on my computer x y or z and i'm so thrilled with how vast the responses are to kind of every issue that you could be facing but similarly i am dismayed by the amount of times i have found a solution to an issue where the person simply replies never mind i fixed it yeah and they don't say <laughs> how they did it yeah it's like the whole point yeah. of you asking this question was to seek out the right. seek out the person who decided to take that extra step and write your response. Exactly. And I just wish that you had had the logical next step of let me write out exactly what I did because ooh man, man, it does kill me when I'm trying to launch Valorant and I can't do it and someone fixes the problem and they don't say how they did it and I can't play the dang game. Yeah, that's Very that's <sighs> so frustrating and so funny. Just someone gatekeeping knowledge. I was yeah, like, oh, now, now that I no longer have this problem, I'm no longer interested. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm done. Good Thank night. You. Sorry. If you oh. want, you know, hit me up, PM me, and uh, maybe, I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll give you the, the knowledge <laughs> which you see. Uh, what's something you think is overrated? This might feel like an about face given my, my time on Cracked. I'm kind of over uh, people doing deep analysis on, on pop culture. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've, I, I watch so few shows now and the ones that i do watch i want to join in on the internet conversation but i find it very exhausting the shows that i'm watching now for context are the rehearsal and the bear and it's very difficult for me to find people who like all i want is a subreddit for the bear where someone posts an episode and they're like this ruled and i could say yeah this ruled." yeah and i love this part <laughs> there are just so many at some point on the internet everyone became chuck Klosterman, incapable of saying whether they liked something or not and right 
focus very much on like, well, here's what I think the bear is saying about Chicago. And here's what I think it's yeah, saying about right. the restaurant industry. And here's what it's saying about class. And I was like, it's just some fucking hot people screaming at each other in a kitchen. Just right. <laughs> And no one wants to talk about it through that lens. And I, and, uh, I just find it frustrating and, again, exhausting. I think maybe yeah, the rehearsal yeah. asks for that kind of engagement more because it's such a, a so. weird and specific thing. Sure. But I still, I can barely get like a temperature read on Twitter if anyone likes it. I find it to be the most compelling piece of content around right now. And yeah. Every it's, article I read about it is like, whether it's trying to guess what his motives as creator might be and trying to figure out more information about it's like, oh, well, the people signed NDA, so we can't even ask the cast members. Like, yeah, don't ask the cast members. Just let him make the thing and just then, watch like, the show. Consume the thing and and like yes. be happy about it, you fucks. People, yeah. This, <laughs> well, there there are so many think pieces on it. I'm like, first of all, these people never like these are thoughts you had in the first couple episodes of Nathan for you. Like, yeah. like yes. when you're on your Nathan Fielder journey, where you're like, where is he finding these people? How? What, what is this? And then you're like, okay, over over the series of that, you're like, this guy has a gift for yeah. finding like just see like these very like like very normal people who are so normal they don't even they're not even like they're not affected by a TV production happening yeah. around them at all. Which I think Somehow. is the hardest thing to do is anybody who's ever had to cast anything ever for anything on camera to find. Like, it's a very specific thing that most people who are trying to make anything script are, like, not interested in working with. But these are other people. And a lot of times they're like, well, is he exploiting these people? What's going on? I'm like, I would I would argue that there are way more exploitative hiring practices on, like, your traditional reality television Absolutely. shows than anything that Nathan feels like. And to the point where they are getting people fucked up off camera to then parade them out in front of the camera and like this is on other like tv shows yeah. like especially yeah. dating shows like i was gonna say bachelor bachelorette are way more exploitative of people's emotions and feelings than and and opening them up to way worse criticism on the go, internet go than, further yeah, back the eliminate eliminate and uh, shit like that and like shipmates those yeah. were fucking weird moments anyway all that to say is i get like why some people when they see like a show like what this is now they're like what the fuck like is this tv <laughs> and that's when i'm like is this tv like in the yeah. most eyes wide open way of like i just love the it's like like everything everywhere all at once in a way where you're mm. sort of like what happens if you just let this person with a very specific worldview and sense of creativity and you just say there's no fucking break just yeah. where where do you want to take this and you get something like this that gets so meta the last episode was yeah amazing yeah and I think that's what we want, right? Is we just want to be able to talk to other people and go, wasn't that shit funny? Yeah. Wasn't that wild? Yeah. Wasn't that unlike anything else you've ever seen? How do you right. even describe this show? And then I go on the internet to see how they describe it. And and they're they're mad at it potentially being exploitative. I was like, ah, oh, this is, you guys, this isn't fun. You guys aren't. Right. <laughs> I guess I should just ask my friends. Right. Just be like, <laughs> hey, you love it? I'm like, yes. Especially, I mean, even in our own group chat, Anna's like, the latest episode she's like the guy who plays his son deserves an emmy and i just immediately came back with you're a fucking disaster my guy <laughs> 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 fucking best things i've heard on tv it's amazing <laughs> all right let's take a quick break we'll be right back we'll talk about i guess the real world not the 
reality no. show, the actual one. All right, we'll yeah. be. Right I want to talk about a bar that I have transported to a warehouse. Oh, <laughs> uh, I would, I would pay to go. I, I bet you could make, you could recoup the expense of recreating that alligator lounge by having people be like, "Dude, you want to go in there for a drink?" It's there's like uh, a two dollar cover, yes, and then regular, be- like, please, yeah, stupid. <laughs> but I don't know why. I'll even go to that old that raising canes that he built. I don't yeah. Care. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, wow. It's I'm, just like every chain restaurant. Right. That's how well he's done it. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back for real this time. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER me Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
And we're back. Hooray for Capitol Hill, they <laughs> exclaim on your cable news networks. They've done it. Monumental climate change bill. Never first of its kind. A bill that actually arrives at the moment or something, I think uh, Senator Schatz was saying. Uh, but yes, the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, I believe it's passed. It's going to be passing the House in mere moments if, mm. if all goes to plan. And, you know, it's here. It's far from perfect. It's terribly imperfect. But it is a tangible step because before this, there was fucking no money being spent. There was no effort to try and do anything about prescription drug costs and, you know, some loopholes. But we'll get to that in a second. The only trade offs here to get to this like fraction of a spending bill that we thought we were going to get a few years ago was that everyone got a little something. So mm-hmm. Manchin got his little natural gas pipeline uh, in West Virginia for his state so he could flex on them and be like, look what I did. Yeah, we're good for you. We're doing <laughs> renewables, but also a pipeline for shitty fuel. Huh? Huh? <laughs> you guys like that, right? That's why you liked it, me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Kirsten Cinema, she got to, you know, protect the carried interest loophole for all the hardworking homies on Wall Street. Shout out to them on Wall Street. She saved you, buddy. She saved you. Um, this was something that was really wild. This was something that was always being touted as the re- the reason we can pay for these these programs is like we're gonna be, you know, re renegotiating prescription drug costs. We're actually going to be closing some loopholes. Wink, wink, wink. We're going to we're going to tax corporate profits at 15 percent. But this like corporate loopholes thing was like one that like even Donald Trump had like, you know, had tried to like wink at to be like, yeah, like I'm thinking forward. Yeah, we got to close this carried interest loophole. And we thought it was going to happen until the very last minute where cinema was like, yeah, one more thing, actually. Uh, can we keep that? And very quickly, we stopped talking about it. Yet it did create in the buildup to this bill passing the feeling within everyone that the loophole was, in fact, going to be closed. So I would say that is a plus politricking right there yeah. on their behalf, for sure. Um, and it didn't I mean, I guess it came cheap when you think about the billions they save. But, you know, Wall Street firms, private equity, they've given the Democrats a little over 83 million over the last two cycles. And cinema has gotten 283,000 just from them. I think it's very like looking at this information that you guys have put together, the the breakdown of money going to Democrats. It's it's very funny seeing it now that it's like, oh, that includes 1.2 million to Schumer and 283,000 to cinema. Yeah. That's if I'm cinema, I'm rethinking this 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 vote, I think. Yeah, you're like, hold <laughs> Once on. Once you see hold like on, the breakdown, it's like if, how much? Like, 283,000. <laughs> Well, you gave Schumer basically a million on top of what I got. Yeah. Ooh, uh, oh, hold on. I, I think <laughs> but I'm I the one. Vote I'm cheap. the one who did the shitty thing for you. Yeah, exactly. but you're you're not the Senate Majority Leader. Ask Harry <laughs> Reid how much money he was getting from lobbyists when he sat at when when you dictate the business of the Senate. It's just, you know, it's like having your your own TV show with your name in the title. Okay, <laughs> it just pays. It just pays different. Okay. Because we'll get to Chuck Schumer, because there's also like another spending bill where they're talking about trying to really bring in prescription drug costs. But he's like slowly been like looking the other way as that dimension of the spending bill has withered away. But that's for another moment. But anyway, all of this comes together because also as well, they're going to be enforcing taxes better. And part of doing that means they have to hire something like 86,000 new IRS agents to do this. And I, Charlie Kirk 
who is one of the preeminent thought leaders on the right, he has actually warned fellow Magarians what the real risk is here by having all of these IRS agents, that it actually means jail time for the right or something like that. No, no, this will be used against dissidents. This is not the Inflation Reduction Act. This is the Dissident Imprisonment Act. Oh. This is the let's choke off the capital flows to the MAGA oh. movement act. Oh. Mm-hmm. The 87,000 <laughs> new IRS agents will not be used to audit BLM or the ACLU or the Alphabet Mafia. The 87,000 new IRS agents will be used to go after mom and pop restaurants, donors to MAGA candidates, people like you. Play cut nine. Okay, that's him. That's him saying he's going to go to a clip. <laughs> Is the Alphabet Mafia Google? What's the Alphabet Mafia? I mean, I would say that, but I mean, like, and I would probably include CAA in there as an agency just with all the mm. crypto stuff. Is that just a joke on, like, people who, like, abbreviations? Acronyms, yeah, I didn't know yeah. If, if Alphabet Mafia was Acronyms. Google or, like, LGBTQ, like, because it's the, the one joke that the people on the right have is LGBTQ, XYZ, BTS, uh, whatever oh, they're calling yeah. themselves now. Ugh. Like, that's the one joke they made. 15 years ago, wow. and they all keep doing it over and over again. That's where right. my brain okay. left with that. But. Play cut six. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Roll the tape. I'm kind of hoping that that was a very high-level Google joke. Yeah. They're like, ooh, the Alphabet Mafia, what do they do? Yeah. Are they the ones that are, like, well, tricking your smart search? <laughs> that also, like, includes, like, you know, the, I'm sure the FBI at this point, too, because they're, like, they're going after the FBI's like looking into the crimes of people yeah. like and that includes us. We got to get rid of them. They're Defund the police, the crime. <laughs> and they're going to suddenly find themselves on a, in the really pe- weird part of the Internet. But oh, yeah, boy. this is all kind of just kicked off a bunch of other, you know, uh, hand wringing. Mitch McConnell was like, you know, the Americans are going to be footing the bill. They're not. They're not. Barely got any real taxes being, well, well, like well. put on these like corporate profits. So don't worry. Everyone wins except for the planet. And yeah. yeah, that's a strange stat to do to do crazy backflips over. Like I wouldn't maybe I'm just the, the dumbest person in the world. But if someone said they're <laughs> going to hire 87,000 new IRS agents, I have no concept of what that could mean. So the idea that you could like mm-hmm. latch onto that and be like, here's why this is bad news for mom and pop <laughs> shops. I'm like, what are you talking? How? Yeah. I, what is <laughs> Well, is it because 87,000 is too much, too little? I don't know what the right amount of IRS agents is. What do you think is going to happen? They're <laughs> going to come after you, knock on your door and look in your shoebox and see where are your receipts, huh? <laughs> oh, you only made $42,000 last year? Okay, so if I adjust that. Okay, do you have $37? <laughs> we need to okay. $37. Sorry about that. Okay, yeah, we should be going after the fucking billionaires um, <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I mean, it is... Because I think at the end of the day, like the audiences for shows like, you know, on any show where the audience is like never question what's being said to them and it's pure propaganda. It's like all the energy of like a freshman year, like like philosophy class where no one mm-hmm. want to no one wants to act like they don't know what the fuck was just said out loud. And they're like, uh huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Yes. Eighty seven thousand IRA because mm-hmm, I don't know what that means. Yeah. But I will not be let it known that I don't know what that means. So I will go. Mm-hmm, 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 yes, yeah. yes. I I feel like five years of working for last week tonight, where we're constantly dealing with a thousand different stories, and there are a lot of numbers. One thing I've learned is I have absolutely no concept of what the right number for anything is, and I have to be told <laughs> every week depending on the story. We're mm-hmm. gonna be like, there are 
23 million taxis. I was like, oh man, that's way too many. And someone was like, no, 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 it's way too few. Ah, fuck, and that's, that's way why too our few. Children are dying. <laughs> man, we got to fix it. Piss. Right, right, exactly. Well, and I think this is a big thing too that has been like a big, well, not criticism or a thing that even journalists themselves talk about is we get so many headlines. It's like $37 billion for this. And we just, that's the fucking story. There's not much else to then extrapolate from that aside from them saying like, and X political party is cheering for this amount when they're like the amount of time it takes to research a story to then go talk to the people who know what that money looks like when it's spent, like what, what that becomes tangibly. That's like a whole other phase of in, like of investigating and writing that a lot of the times our news cycle just doesn't allow for so yeah. we just end up with this stuff and it's so hard like again like oh is that good how many how many solar panels like can i just have a simple number like we right. need x solar panels to to get out of this mess yeah i feel like if you are if your punchline if your mic drop landing moment is a number then it needs to be as universally clear as 25 blimps. We all immediately yes. knew that was too few blimps. Yes. We all were shocked in the exact right yes. way. Not, you, you, you didn't assume. Your guess wasn't, oh, there's probably four blimps in the world. And your guess wasn't, there's probably 25 blimps. We all had mm-hmm. a number of what was a reasonable, a reasonable yes. amount of blimps. And we were all surprised in the exact right direction. Yes. That's what I want all numbers to be. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I mean, really what this... The easy thing for people to understand that I re- re- like realized was this one stat of like how much energy an electric vehicle uses. And it's like six air, like house blowing air conditioners on full tilt. If you're driving at like over 65 <laughs> miles an hour, so much fucking energy is being used. And I'm like, oh, OK, right. Thank you. So <laughs> that is not good to then generate that electricity with fucking coal. Right. Yeah. So then if we get, oh, okay, good, you get the sun, then that energy, that then that all makes sense then. But yeah, uh, it is what it is. Let's move on. Uh, let's go further into our dystopia. <laughs> Take a look at what old Jeffy B or the folks at Amazon are doing, the Crooked Smile Company. That logo freaks the shit out of me. Like when you just see the fucking arrow smile thing on stuff mm-hmm. now, I'm like, oh, it, there's something... Like I can see it in a movie where that's like the the mark of the bad guys. Yeah, I I, I live in a very small town. It's a it's one square mile, and everybody knows everybody. It's very like we have one general store. We have mm-hmm. the fire station. We have to leave the town if we want certain supplies. It's like it's it's very close knit. It's very fun. It's very charming. It's stars hollow from Gilmore Girls. I love it. Oh, wow. And. The only thing that is ever out of place is seeing one of those Amazon vans with that fucking smile logo on it driving down the street. It looks Grilling so it. ominous flanked yeah. against everything else in this this cute hidden town. I can see you putting because your hat right now with a yeah. little apron, you could be giving mm-hmm. me Luke, you know, from Gilmore Girls. You know, good, I mean? good God. Thank you so much. I, I, I can see it. I just need I just need to see an apron on you. Yeah. And then I'll be like, OK, yep, there he is. That's yeah. Luke. He's running the coffee shop. Um, but Jeff Bezos it was just announced that Amazon has closed a deal to acquire the company that makes the robo vacuum Roomba. Uh, they're called iRobot. And if you just look over the, this is just like, I'm not really doing much research into this, just aside from looking at over the years, what Amazon's been getting their hands into whole foods, right? 
Now they're like they're a part of the food supply and now they have a ton of data to mine on people's food consumption habits and the grocery industry. They bought the ring camera people. So now they have like all kinds of information about like local activity and they can get a ton of data from these fucking devices. They just bought one medical, the health insurance service that was like bespoke health insurance care. Now they can get a ton of fucking medical data from owning like this, like this business as well. And so like with the acquisition of iRobot, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, so now they bought the thing that maps the inside of your home company Man. that returns all that data to them. <laughs> That's like, That's, this is your interior. The one convenient thing about Amazon is I don't need to do research into why something is going to be bad. I just know that it is. Yes. Like I didn't yeah. even make the connection for mapping the interior of my house with the robot vacuum i just saw the headline that they want to buy it and i'm like well that's nah. gonna fuck me i don't know how I, it's not, <laughs> not my business to find yet. out how but yeah. like i'm sure they wouldn't buy it if it wasn't going to somehow directly fuck me yes right. precisely precisely i wanted to assume that it's just because they want to bolster their amazon basics and make something a better product overall because the amazon basics are just terrible but no. no it is truly nefarious and yeah. horrifying no they they want more data they want more uh, data and they're uh, and the thing that is like with our smart devices they only know where shit is cuz we label it that you know what i mean they don't right know up. they don't know where my smart speaker that's labeled mm. miles office or whatever is or <laughs> like kitchen they don't know what the fuck they that, <laughs> i have ones that i mislabeled and i got different parts of the house cuz i'm too lazy to fucking rename them there you go so like there you go. what they have with this is this little fucker can go scoot around your house and map the floor. And this is from a Bloomberg article, the way they 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 put it, because it's all about like data, because essentially also to market shit to you is, quote, mm-hmm. slightly more terrifying. The maps also represent a wealth of data for marketers. The size of your house is a pretty good proxy for your wealth. A floor covered in toys means you likely have kids. A household without too much or without much furniture is a household to which you can try to sell more furniture. This is all useful intel to a company such as Amazon, which you may have noticed is in the business of selling stuff. Well, tricked you, Amazon. The toys are mine. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't know the difference between a little play school set and a bespoke Funko Pop limited edition that I have out of the box because, yes, I play with my toys. I don't care what the collectors, the resell is on that. But yeah, also, when are we getting a Funko Pop doll? You know what I mean? For you? Yeah. Because I can't get on this. We need yeah. this. Because I know, yo, I, home, I know homegirls listening who, who's over there at Funko Pop. I see you with all your followers, oh. okay? Oh. Sarah B, on, Sarah B on Twitter. Where are, she, she made <laughs> exactly. a wonderful person who made one, made one for me, made one for Soren, Michael Swain, uh-huh. Katie Willard. Oh, my Sarah, goodness. Sarah B. Sarah B. Gang. I didn't want to call you out your, by your name, but I always sees you. And I'm like, man, <laughs> I'm like, that, I'm honored that you follow me. I'm like, can I have, it would just look like me because I have a big head. So you wouldn't have to do much. Right. Let's make it happen. Yeah. And if not, I'm sure there's some person out there who's like, you know, I all that to say, I didn't mean to turn this uh, capitalist dystopian nightmare into another one where I'm like, and buy my disembodied head doll folks, <laughs> uh, coming at you. But yeah, this is it is it is just kind of wild to watch. Like to your point, Dan, Dan uh, like anytime you see Amazon get in bed with a company and they're like, we're thinking about buying this. You're like. Oh, this is just, yeah. it's like adding pieces to like its Voltron body mm. that's like, yeah. and now I have all of them. And they know what they're doing. They're so far ahead of us with this shit that, that I could see a headline that's Amazon buying Pop-Tarts. I'm like, ah, fuck, what are you doing to Pop-Tarts? Right. How are you stealing are you from me with Pop-Tarts somehow? Come right. on. Headline in like four, like 13 years is like, uh, like all hail the sentient Pop-Tart that like yeah. cured cancer. And we're like, Pop-Tart what? that maps what? your mouth. 
It fucking knew it. We can, they can tell just by three bites of a pop tart how, when you're going to die. Wow. <laughs> Leaving that date on the table. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be back just to, just to check in with some really, really cool stuff out of Dallas at CPAC. <laughs> You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees. No really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER me Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. Mm. CPAC, as JM, our writer, described, he said, continue to make Starship Troopers seem understated by comparison with how sensational and over the top it was. Mike Lindell was, yo, everybody spoke. Trump, 
Mike Lindell, you name it. All the like, I like, I'm at a loss. Ted Cruz. Oh, Ted Cruz. Okay, do you remember? Okay, none of y'all have. I don't know if you listen to the show regularly enough, but a few weeks ago at a TPUSA event, Ted Cruz did this thing where he said, I'm Ted Cruz and my pronouns are uh, kiss my ass. I don't know if you remember this. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. I, I think I saw someone tweet about that, but yes. Yeah. I, I, I want to tell you because this was him in uh, July of tw- uh, July 22nd of this last month. Great. And this was him. He was like ending a speech about like all of the like wokeness, radical teachers in schools who are like letting people decide how they want to identify as humans and how bad that is. Anyway, you, you get where this is going. And he's doing we, we said this is bad stand up. Look at the body. I talked to a student recently at one of our woke college campuses who said she's required in every class to introduce herself and to give her pronouns. Well, I'm Ted Cruz, and my pronoun is kiss my ass. Elvis! My pronoun is. My pronoun is. Okay. Love it. Um, But then, just so you know, that was because he's a shitty, terrible fucking comedian. Look at this. My man is out here. Doing the same fucking material at CPAC. Oh, let's get and it. And he was work my he was in the lab because mm-hmm. he just he changed up the delivery. Who said at each class before any student speaks, they're required to introduce oh, themselves. Oh, here it comes. Say their name and say my pronouns are. Well, my name is Ted Cruz, and my pronouns are kiss my ass. Oh, really leaned into that. Oh, golly. Yeah. He mic dropped, basically. Real tough guy. Real yeah. tough guy. Anyway. There's something about speeding through the kiss my ass. It's kiss like, my it's, ass. Kiss my ass. It's yeah. the delivery there. Not a lot of force. I don't think he understands the insult of, like, it's a directive. Like, you're saying yeah. kiss my ass. Yeah. That's what I think. Oh, you want me to do like, you kiss, kiss my ass. But he's like, he treats it as like this one word. Yeah. It's like kiss my ass. It's kiss my it's ass. Like a, it's like yeah. a city in, in Wisconsin. Oh, Kiss yeah. my ass, Wisconsin. Kiss my ass, yeah. Florida. Kissing me, Florida. Yeah. It's every Kissing part me. of it is wrong. I want to raise my hand right in the beginning. He was like, I was talking to a student at one of our woke colleges. No, you like, weren't. Name the school. Name it. Which say one? which uh, one it was. Woke, right now, one? say it. Don't think. Woke just forest. Say it. One, two, three. Woke forest. Yeah. Woke forest. <laughs> Did it. Ah. Next. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. And then, and also like very ineffective because if he did, we would all use those pronouns for him if he, if he wanted that. That's what this whole, yeah. th- th- it's about respecting pronouns. So if he was like, these are my pronouns. All right, man. Yeah, sure. So, uh, okay. We're just going to yell, sure. kiss my ass at you all the yeah. time. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't think it's, that's like meeting somebody and that's their name. I don't go, why yeah. is your fucking name Ted Cruz, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's, that's like, that's the package you come with as a person. You say, this is, mm-hmm. this is, this is me. This is my identity. Okay. Yeah. But you're like, don't make me fucking say what your name is <laughs> like <Yeah>. what the <laughs> fuck and again it's all just an analog for well progress is obviously the biggest threat to right. our you know our our dominance as a culture right yeah i also it's reminding me of college because i was in in school 2004 or 2008 we were obviously not as progressive then as we are now mm-hmm. but i remember distinctly every single one of my classes we didn't get into pronouns regrettably 
on the first day of every class, you would write down on an index card for your professor what your name is. And if there was anything else you preferred to be called other than your name that like shows up on your transcript. It was right. generally like for if my name shows up as this, but I, I go by junior, like everyone I know calls me junior right, or, right. or I go by my middle name. It's the same basic mutual respect of like, what do you want to be called? What do you prefer yeah. to be called? What makes you comfortable? We've well, been doing that yeah. since for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I think they, they've they've done a good job. I think like anybody knows, like empathy is a slippery slope towards mm. actually caring about people and demanding yeah. better from leaders. And I think that's I mean, you know, for real, like if you, if you have no empathy and you're not demanding that from anybody, then that could never be demanded from you or your policies. And then like it's always this weird thing that's like not discussed. It's like, well, why didn't that thing go far enough to actually help somebody? It's like, well, my, my pronouns are my pronoun is kiss my ass. Yeah. Like, the thing I, I don't quite understand uh, about Ted Cruz is I only know him as Weasley guy who does things like this. He just yeah. talks shit and he gives big speeches about how he's he's not going to submit to the to the woke extremist left. And he gets in Twitter fights with Jon Stewart. And I like truly don't know. What do you like? When do you do the job parts of your what are the job parts of your job? When do you do them? What well, is like a thing that you right can point now? to that is like and this year I did this thing. I made this good thing happen. A thing mm -hmm. was changed or protected because of me. I don't know that he does anything. Yeah, especially because so many policies right now are taking things away. There's no additive qualities going on right now from the GOP. It is it is it is trying to walk yeah, back. I mean, it's all regression. Yeah. So it's like and especially, you know, you think about the um, you mentioned getting in fights with Jon Stewart. Not only was that a battle that like he lost in the public sector, he that that whole voting against it was taken back and then it was voted back in. So it was like, this is a policy that you were for and then you were performatively against it and then you just got completely dog walked back yeah. into being yeah. a fool and well, it getting passed. You're a fool. It's because, I mean, yeah, policy isn't even a thing anymore. <laughs> it really isn't. Right. <laughs> There's, it's just culture war shit and now it's like, it's basically like WWF versus WCW. <laughs> and it's like, well, which one are you with? Exactly. Are you fucking? Are you watching Nitro or Raw? And like, because <laughs> they it all come out with some buffoonery. We're not. There's not much that's substantive. And they were like, "Yeah, man, fucking, yeah. The, you suck it." And you're like, <laughs> "We're the Earth is fucking dying, y'all." And you're out here getting being like, "Look at the way she clapped at Trump." It's like the, everyone's missing the fucking point. What? With this this just makes me remind me we need more chair throwing. There needs to be more chairs. Mm -hmm. more They're too people old. That's the other thing. <laughs> They're too old to even do the fucking wrestling part. Come so on. Like, <laughs> we get low energy shit talking. I just want to say this. So uh, just to get back to CPAC, they I don't know. They they opened with this huge banner above this stage, like where like someone came out to speak and it just said, We are all domestic terrorists, but then they also announced it in a very just unsettling but spot on uh opening moment ladies and gentlemen we are all domestic terrorists please welcome founder of this like what <laughs> what okay so this 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 is you know this sounds like a, a comedic question but like truly what is the what is the goal of that statement to take to take any meaning out of that to take the yeah. idea out that they are that they may actually be engaging in activity that could be defined as domestic terrorism so if it's a joke it's like the deplorables thing. Yeah. Right. And it's like, if you wanted to label the January 6th rioters as domestic terrorists, as a lot of people are doing, 
and right. We are so all domestic. They're going to take the piss out of that. Yeah, it's like okay, they're uh, you know a couple of guys went to the Capitol. They're domestic. If that's a domestic terrorist, then so am I. Then so is she. And that's so we thing. all yeah. are. So be it. Then that's really that's really hmm. yeah. Okay. I mean, but that's you know uh, they, that's so... at this point you're also talking to people who are taking every word Mike That's Lindell nice. says, like how he yeah. said that uh, voting machines became sentient and have taken over in Austra- uh, Australia and Venezuela. Uh, and they're like, mm-hmm, 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 yes, okay, yeah. nothing, everything, everything makes perfect sense. But the thing that everyone was talking about, as you probably have seen, uh, was the booth where this dude just sat in a, like a oh, fake prison yeah. cell and he was like fake crying. And then like people were gathering around wearing headsets to like hear audio playing the click courtroom testimony of January 6th insurrectionists. A lot of people are like, what is this? Especially when you looked at the picture, you're like the guy's in a jail cell. He has a, an orange jumpsuit on. (laughs) He has no shoes on, but he has a MAGA hat on. Yeah. But then also like, because they want to make sure that it's legit. He also has to wear his like CPAC credential, (laughs) like during the performance. So it's, very um uh takes me out of the moment i'd say if i was doing yeah. a review it's tough and it's it's the i the only thing i think about when i watch that is when i submitted for this part i thought <laughs> i had an interesting spin on it i mean i i i watch him and he's crying the entire time and like oh i i wouldn't make that choice i had a couple of different ideas i would vary it up a little bit and i was but like i don't i never like to be jealous of another actor i was bummed to find wow. out that he was like his roots go way back this is a nepotism booking and I don't mind saying yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, you may know this guy, Brandon Straka, from uh, his debut hit, hashtag walk away, uh, where he claimed he was a Democrat who was hashtag going to walk away uh-huh. from the party. And so should you, man, because Donald Trump and, you know, autocrat autocratic tendencies are my number one. I don't like I don't like democracy. So that was like that's where he got his start. I just want to say also to the people that were around this fucking booth. I'm not joking. There was, if you've seen the clips, there was one woman who was almost going to pass out trying to get a tear to come out. She was like, like, though, it was so weird to watch someone try and contort their face to get like this cry because she was really trying to be like, look at what they're doing to us. Uh, And it just was so unbelievable. I always wonder about the supporters because you can hear uh, some hesitation when they announced we are all domestic terrorists mm. and, because these are people who have been like cheering for the same party for so long at these events. But there's, but the, the threat has, has been so lost between like Cruz jokes and Trump rallies and we are domestic terrorists that there's some amount of like, uh, okay, I'm going to clap because I, I can understand yeah. a clap line when I hear a clap line. But I don't, <laughs> right, right. I don't know what we're doing anymore. And I, I, I want to be a fly on the wall for some of the people who are excited to go to, to CPAC and witness this cage thing. And then are like whispering to each other, hey, are we into, um, it's fine. If, I'm, I'm in the party, so it's fine if we are. But I just want to know, do we, do we like shitty performance art now? Is that, is that our thing? <laughs> that used to be the other side. They used to like the weird shit art. Now, now we like it. Okay. So we like, we like the crazy pillow guy and we like bad performance art. All right. Oof. Very, okay. Like, I, I really want to say it's derivative. I, I, but it reminds me of Marina Abramovich's work. <laughs> but, but, anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, MAGA though. MAGA, MAGA, I'm not gonna uh, lie. I know we're trying to take the piss out of the domestic terrorist word, but like terrorist was such a buzzword not long ago at all. There yeah. in the GOP that it's like for them to try and own that 
feels they're like hard. they're having trouble with it. It ain't, How it ain't good you, branding. Yeah. No. To, to your point, the audience is like, huh? <laughs> 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 they were like, fuck yeah. Deplorable yeah. was easy because that had too many yeah. syllables in it. But yeah, like exactly. this is a, like, I'll just play it again. Listen to the room. Ladies and gentlemen, we are all domestic terrorists. Please welcome founder of the. <laughs> one group. I heard one group. I heard one group right off the bat. Oh! And, and other like, people who are like, oh, uh, oh. all right. I get, uh, sh- uh, sure. <laughs> just, I think we, we need to game the, C- the CPAC yeah. people and start being like, these are, they're just pieces of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, we are all pieces of shit. And people are like, yeah. <laughs> or mislabel them. Like, I mean, these are, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else you yeah. can say. Like, but, no, Democrats. I mean, they're, they're truly not far off from, from being like, we are the new Nazis and people cheering for it. It's like, yeah, yeah okay. You, yeah. Uh, what are you guys, what are you guys trying to do exactly? I don't know, but I'm unhappy. <laughs> so this kind of gives Mission me an accomplished? outlet. Yeah. <laughs> and all the people in the crowd who were like, hey, I, I became a, a member of the Republicans because like deep down, I'm like, I'm like quietly racist and I thought you guys would help me out and, and, and I thought you guys could put more money but now I have to say I'm a domestic terrorist. I don't know. I don't know, yeah. guys. <laughs> Do I have to say much. that? Yeah. I just liked when I would, when I could just say, you know who, and my yeah. grandkids knew what I was talking <laughs> about. You okay? know. Yeah. Those are the old days I want to get back to. But yeah, Brandon Straka, <laughs> this guy, I just want to say before he got into this, he was always like, he was a bad performance artist, apparently. So it's like it it just, again, smacks of opportunism. There's like this uh, one article talking about his move to have this like new performance called Resist, a rock revolution fucking musical. It's like a crowdfunded jukebox musical where there's a Trump themed cover of Forever Young and a rendition of Harry Styles's Sign of the Times while playing footage of the 9-11 attack on the World Trade Center. Whoa. Okay. Then there's like this. He was described as, quote, two months ago, Brandon Straka was a New York hairstylist with $300 in his savings account and a struggling side job as a performance artist. Now, thanks to his starring role in a video telling Democrats to ditch their party, he's the head of a movement. And that's and that's been embraced by a wide swath of pro-Trump Internet celebrities. Wow. That is, again, I don't mean to, to keep beating the same drum, but still thinking about like lifelong Republicans who have to be like, Shit, do we have to like musicals now? That's part of it. <laughs> yeah. Have to, I used to just be able to say, no, I'm not into that kind of like New York sensibility. And everyone knew what I meant. And now I have to like a musical. This, right. this is not the party I signed up for. Suddenly talking about it, they'll yeah. be like, hey, man, I thought that Brandon's piece was fucking powerful, man. <laughs> it was all about the moments in between the sniffles mm-hmm. <laughs> that really got me thinking, you know, this could happen. And, oh, golly. <laughs> moving it was moving i cried i cried <laughs> wait we're crying now uh, i don't cry you yeah. cry we yeah, cry suddenly... over art fuck yeah they, they're gonna snowflake themselves into being yeah. very sensitive self-aware people <laughs> i got into this party to be a bully and now i'm crying in new york yeah they're like y'all y'all hold on a second you know how we don't like when they say we're domestic terrorists and things like that and we don't know what's going on like we know that hurts our feelings so Maybe we should consider if we're continuing that pattern of violence and discrimination by maybe ceasing to say the things we... No, never. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, 
The other thing, Mr. Straka also had a 2020 film. I'm sorry, this is going to end up being looking into this guy's performance art and art history right. because that's what we do here. He also had a film film called A House Divided, and it was about like a dinner party where this one couple at the dinner party, like they they get in trouble or things kick off because they're standing up for conservative values. The actual po- poster for this thing looks like a I think you should leave sketch. Hmm which is really fantastic <laughs> when you look at because the guy looks like Tim uh, Tim Robinson in the poster. Fantastic. But it, I, I'd imagine it's all just about racism because when you look at the trailer, sure. the first like MPAA sort of rating thing, like, you know, if it's a red band trailer comes up and it says, warning, the following contains inconvenient truths that might trigger left wingers. The film advertised has been rated T for terrorists. Total piece of shit. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> triggering. And yeah, that's, so that's kind of where this guy's uh, whole thing was. So here he was back at CPAC doing his thing. People threw fucking money at his like cage and it was all very heart wrenching. And then Marjorie, uh, tainted, uh, majorly tainted green, uh, came by and then prayed over him. So that was also really cool. You know, I so. think this guy and that guy who did that musical about trying to get on SNL are going to be battling for the same spot very shortly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That guy had more talent to do who was trying to who got dragged for just for being him. Okay, you know? don't give him yeah. too much credit. Come on. This guy actually went to January 6th, might I add. So he was drawing from his real life experiences because he knows how unfair people were treated. Because I mean, he had to see the inside of a jail. No, actually, no, he got three months of house arrest Ooh. because he snitched on a bunch of other folks. Hey. <laughs> so he Tim oh, Allen, man, he Tim no. Allen the J6. I love yeah. it. <laughs> he fucking said, not me, motherfuckers. I'm going to no. do three months of fucking house arrest and flipped yeah. on a bunch of other people. So I wish that came out while he was still in that cage. Well, he it like, came out yeah. before anybody. Any, well, that's the thing. Nobody yeah, bothers to actually read they're any not, news. They're not looking. Oh, come on. Yeah. Come on. Which is funny because as JM puts it, it's like, it's wild because he's doing performance art to portray the people he snitched on. He snitched on. <laughs> awesome. I, this is me <laughs> representing my brothers who are in. Yeah actually in jail. Who I flipped yeah. on. Who I, I put them. I put them there. Yeah. This Amazing. is about my brothers. You know what? I'll name them real quick. I'll name them to anyone. <laughs> Absolutely anyone. I will say. Oh, yeah. Here, I'll show you my phone. Do you have their phone number? Okay, yeah. yeah here, let me scroll up. <laughs> yeah, uh, easy. MP. MP. Yeah, here it is. Okay, yeah, yeah. You, you can write these down. Anybody who has a, a the American flag with the bang bang emoji? Yeah. <laughs> just, just look them up. Okay, Boom. cool. Well, Daniel O'Brien, thank you so much for visiting us today on the Daily Zeitgeist, oh, of course. man. Thank it's you always for having a pleasure me. to see you and talk to you. Yeah, this was such right? a blast. Right? <laughs> right? Don't you feel the same? This way? is where you say, yes, it was. Thank you. <laughs> yes, Bill Sergeant. To see you, Miles. Yeah. <laughs> and your Wu-Tang hat is very cool. Thank you. Also, uh, also shout out JM where he said there are people throwing money at that guy in the cage, Brandon Straka. They're like, why was he, Why weren't they throwing like cartons of cigs at him? You know? Why was somebody <laughs> putting someone on his commissary? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Are wow. they real allies? I don't know. Uh, but anyway, Daniel. Thank you so much for stopping by, man. Uh, where yeah, can people find you and follow you on the internet? Uh, if you want to give your physical location, you're more than welcome to do that. And <laughs> no way. And a tweet that you like. Uh, <laughs> they can find me at D-O-B underscore I-N-C on Twitter. I co-host a podcast with my friend Soren Bowie. I'm a writer for Last Week Tonight. He's a writer for American Dad. And on that show, we don't talk about either of those things. We completely ignore what is objectively the most interesting thing about both of our lives. And instead, we talk about like, woodworking and plants and stuff. Uh, it's very frustrating for listeners who want any kind of insight into television <laughs> writing. My favorite tweet, this is a, a one-two setup. Somebody, I don't want to name him because he's gotten, I think, some some trouble on on the internet because he's like a, just like a normal, regular person. But mm. he said, 
car wouldn't start this morning, get to work late, and our internet is down. Lol. I love this shit. Unlike Kevin Durant, I actually enjoy taking the hardest road. It's basically just problem-solving practice. And he added Kevin Durant's actual Twitter name. So Kevin Durant responded, you enjoy having a shitty car and getting to work and not being able to connect to the internet? And I love <laughs> wow. it. Wow. That's incredible. So Windmill. simple. Very much yeah, a you eat pieces of shit for breakfast. And yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, and that's all you can come back with. Oh, okay. Watch out for little petty petty money sniper or whatever he's probably going as on his yeah. burner yeah. accounts. Uh, oh my God. You enjoy having shitty. Like, <laughs> God, I love this. Weak. Unlike Kevin Durant, I love it. Uh, sounds like your life sucks. You like that? That sucks, man. <laughs> yeah, right. We got his ass. Yeah, uh, Daniel. Thank you so much yes, for sir. stopping by, DJ oh, Daniel. Good man. My pleasure. My pleasure. And he Happy was a good it. man. Oh, geez. Can you tell people where they can find you and support you? And also, what's the tweet you like? You can find me all over the internet at DJ underscore Daniel, D-A-N-L. You can find me on Twitch three times a week, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays, doing dumb stuff. It's fantastic. Happen to come on by. It's great. And I have two tweets. One is by Udoye Travis, former guest, great comedian, host of many things. The way Butthead needed Beavis, that's the way I need Jesus. A classic. <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is a video so you're gonna go find it but a weatherman discovers that his screen is interactive he's been uh doing the weather and sees that he can move the uh, images on his screen and his joy is so pure that i want you all to take it so just you know there's a tweet that you can look up from at cat kill or cal kill him k-a-l-k-i-l-l-e-m he was so excited about this screen with a couple crying emojis. But this guy who's doing Channel 7 weather news just starts, at, he accidentally brushes his hand across the screen when he's showing a weather front and goes, oh, I, it moves. And the joy he feels as he realizes <laughs> he can zoom, he can move oh. the screen. Another co-host comes up and is like, hold on, I got to get a touch on that. And it is just so wonderful. So if you want to see some pure ass joy, just go search weatherman discovers touchscreen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's great. There's some oh, uh, news like graphics and IT department who's watching that. It's been like, it was in the fucking training video. You <laughs> all said you watched. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking their head in the back behind the camera. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, all right. Let me list some tweets I like. First one, Holly Ballantyne at Holly Ballantyne tweeted. My kids had money to spend at the store. My daughter bought a toy and my son bought a rotisserie chicken. Uh, I just love <laughs> Like a weird kid purchase like that. We're like, my money getting a fucking whole chicken. Uh, love the logic of giving the kids some money at the store. We're like, all right, get whatever you want. Yeah, love the it. whole chicken. Okay. Uh, Michael Green at and Michael Green tweeted, cue the op-eds. Why finally doing their jobs well is bad for Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. And then I just love all the tweets that have likened um, Alex Jones to the Tim Robinson uh, court stenographer sketch with the fedora yeah. with the, the safari hat. flap. Yep. Those have just been good content whenever those things overlap. Uh, you can find me at Miles of Gray on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me on Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties, the basketball b -b -b basketball Woo! podcast. Also, check us out or check me out on 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexandra. Uh, and also, I think the I feel like the rest of the behind the bastards about Clarence Thomas should be. I, look, I know I said they were coming out last week. I didn't know they weren't. I, I think they should be coming out. How oh. many parts did that end up being? Four. Good God, Evans. 
And I almost Truly. I had like a stress rash from like the <laughs> like the first two recordings just because and just talking about his like childhood. And I was like, uh, you're building the the most like the foundations of like a super villain, like just based yeah, on hearing yeah. the thing from as a kid. I'm like, oh, there's no hope. There's no like yeah. this is this is where it started. It was all bad from the oh, OK. Yeah, when you do, when you get to the first episode and it's like, oh, we didn't even get to the shitty stuff that I knew about yet. This is yeah. for a long and like Because, yeah, the first parts were like things that had happened to him as a child. And you're like, yeah. okay, so this is the environment in which this creature emerges. Uh, it's really something. Anyway, you can find us at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. Instagram, please keep sending us. If you're a teacher, uh, please send your wish lists over. I would love to retweet them. We'll retweet them from the show page. Daniel, I saw you retweeting them. Thank you so much for doing that. I know Jabari's been tweeting that, retweeting them. Uh, again, I can't keep telling teachers and people who are in the educational field how grateful I am and how grateful we are as people to you because it is so difficult to be a teacher right now just because you are, have it in your heart to do good by kids. So if there's anything we can do to help, I would love to help. Uh, knock some things off your list and hopefully Zeit Gang, if you're listening please check out our Twitters uh, to see opportunities to do that because there's like a lot of stuff it's just like a couple post-it notes or like a pack of expo yeah. markers and like if enough of us just chip away little bit by bit at the very least if we can get the people who listen to this show right who are also teachers then that is a very very good thing alright so please do that check us out where I, like I said all those places um, what else did I say oh we also have a uh, website yeah, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes! Thank you so much. Where you, we, you can check out all the songs we write out on. Uh, today, I just want to go out on some boom bap rap from Ooh. Ray Luna, this uh, MC I've never heard her work before. Uh, but I think, I have a feeling it's like one of those artists who is on TikTok a ton and then is like crossing over that way. Either way, the beat is fire because it's just old school, just like boom bap sample based hip hop. Her flow's dope. This is Ray Luna with Pass the Watcher, uh, which we could all use some of that in this drought world we live in. Uh, so again, check us out. Uh, what? Daily Zeitgeist? Yeah, it's a production of iHeartRadio. So for more, check out the uh, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts free. We'll be back later to tell you what's trending. Until then, we bid you adieu. Bye-bye. Peace. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.